0: Expressing the truth about the church in this world we live in. Welcome to Real Talk Ministry Podcast. Praise the Lord, everybody. Thank you for joining my video podcast. I'm Miss Nisi of Real Talk Ministry, and I just want to say thank you for everyone who was starting off this year with me and who had ended the year with me last year when the Lord laid on my heart to do 2021 events. There was no themes, there were nothing special except the great word that was shared, uh, singing, instrument playing, questionnaires, uh, just great words from great people who decided to help me. And I thank these people very much. I wanna thank those who were helpful and made my finale event Where we actually went into a church and had service successful. I want to thank each and every one who had contributed their time and their words of encouragement in any way that it was displayed on last year. So this is a video podcast. This is my first video podcast. I have been doing podcasts last year. I want to say I started in February as well. Maybe a little later than February. But... Anchor.fm slash Real Talk Ministry, or you can go to RealTalkMinistry.com, or you can go to Spotify, or you can go to Facebook. There, you can visit all my previous podcasts and these podcasts for 2022 moving forward. So now. If you have been following my podcast, you will know that there was a pattern. The first podcast was just words of encouragement, inspiration, my thoughts, my feelings about church and about the world in itself. Uh, The second podcast was just the word of God. It was like a Bible study. So it was just what I felt the Lord was giving me to share with the people and it wasn't The final word. It wasn't the final outcome. So everyone who responded. Thank you. I appreciate it. Whether it was through personal messages or Facebook. I really appreciate the responses. Um, This video podcast is new for me. I know I've done videos in the past for the events, But this may be something that I will be doing moving forward. So I hope you will continue to join in on uh, the video podcast as I share them and my regular podcast even if they're not video. I do want to admit I do not like being in videos and I do not like taking pictures and I do not like a lot of things but I thank God that he is emboldening me to get past the things that I don't like and um, take it in and admire it and, and just recognize that there are greater things in me that he wants to pull out of me and that um, it's for the good, not just the good of me alone, just building up my insecurities of doing pictures and videos, but also just letting me be a light and that's how I want to be, a light for the kingdom of God. And that comes to our podcast topic, A Mind is a Terrible Thing to Waste. In my mind, why do I not like pictures? Why do I not like videos? Oh, I just said because of my insecurities. (laughs) My own personal insecurities. But we don't have to have those insecurities. We don't have to allow our minds and our feelings and our thoughts to control us to the point that the very thing God wants to do for us and pull out of us, it becomes to stagnate us or Push us back because we don't feel that we are in a place that we can be used in that manner. Wherever and however God use you, you are ready to be used in that manner or in that situation. When the Lord gave me a mind, is a terrible thing to waste, this is not really going to be mostly just inspiration. It will be mixed with um, the word of God. But when he gave me a mind, is a terrible thing to waste, I immediately thought about UNICEF the United Negro College Fund, uh, the commercial. I think it was Ray Charles who used to sing the song, Wake up all the people trying to teach a new way. And I was like, my oh, mind is a terrible thing to waste. And if you go back and look at that very old, old, old video of the commercial, it will show that there's a still black boy and he's walking and he's passing all these opportunities he can have if it's just given to him. And what the song that stood out was, is that we're not looking for a handout. We're just looking for a hand. And that's how it is when you are working with the body of Christ. You're not looking for a handout. You're not looking for someone to just push you to the point where you have to look back and make sure that you um, stand on their shoulders. You're not looking for a handout. You're just looking for a hand. And when God wants to deal with you, the first thing he started working on, aside from your heart, is your mind. Why? Because our mind programs us to tell us what we think is right and what we're thinking is wrong. And if our mind is not aligned with Christ, the very things that we think is right will be wrong. And the very thing that is wrong, we will think is right. When we're moving in the body of Christ and doing the things that Christ is asking us and trying to align us to do in his will and in his way. I want to encourage everyone that in 2022... There are a lot of things that God wants to do for you. And some of you feel like, yeah, I hear that every year because people say that every year. Well, this is not a new year resolution. And if you're already doing it and you already know what God wants to do for you, then this is not for you. This part of what I'm saying is when I say God has a lot of things to do for you in 2022, it's to the people who haven't been doing what he said in the first place. In 2020, there was an excuse that there was COVID. That didn't stop the plans and works of Christ, and it really didn't derail it. A lot of people may have felt like, oh, it was a setback, but it wasn't. Your mindset of what was going, around, going on around you may think you to lead, like, oh, this was a setback. We had to stop working. We have lost things. We lost loved ones. And those in our mind may have triggered that there's a setback. We can't move forward. But that's not true. You can move forward. Even in 2021, here we are again, still in the midst of a pandemic. We're still losing loved ones. We still have loss in general. And it seems like there's more variances coming out through COVID than we can name or remember or even number. But that doesn't mean that God' work stops because the world is stopped around you. He has created you and placed in your heart and in your mind the things that is needed to be done in order to fulfill the things that needs to be completed in this earth before he returns through you. Now his return through you is something that may be different for his return through me. But the purpose of him working through you and me is so we can go and get the people of God. The people who are searching for him. The people who are finding, trying to find hope. It's our job to prepare them for his return. Now, I'm very, very careful about how people prepare other people for Christ's return. I don't believe you have to be a bully about it. I don't think you have to force anybody to prepare for his return. And I definitely don't think it has to be something to manipulate or coerce. I'm not going to put you in hell because you don't see things my way or you don't believe God the way I believe God. Or you haven't came to the full understanding of who God is So I say, if you don't believe like me, you don't dress like me, you don't look like me, and you don't act like me, then you are going to hell. That is the wrong mindset. That is a mind that you can't actually waste. Just throw that part in the trash. It's not necessary to bully or try to manipulate someone or try to convince someone of Christ. All you have to do is give them the word. Let them let yourself be the light that Christ is calling you to be, and they will accept it whether they want to or not. I'm a witness of that. I grew up in a household that was spiritual. My father was a pastor. My mother, at one time, she was the first lady. Everything we did was church. Everything was church. And I thank God for that today with the understanding, but I didn't understand it all back then. I just felt like I didn't want to do it. I was young, and I was doing my own thing. And so in the process of doing my own thing, I didn't care who came to me and said, Hey, you need to get right with Christ. I already knew about Christ. I knew enough about Christ to know that even though I was walking on dangerous grounds, I felt I was walking on dangerous grounds because I knew enough about Him in which direction to go. But I didn't need nobody to convince me or make me or force me to accept Christ. For who he was. Until I was ready to change my own mind. That was the only way I was going to follow Christ. And I thank God that he allowed that to happen. So I can be used of him today. But I say that because so often Christians feel like they have to control the situation. They have to control the narrative of somebody else's mind. For them to feel like that they have to convert them and make them follow Christ. We don't want to be Christians and stewards of Christ that makes people follow him the way we see that he should be followed. Give them the light, give them the water, plant the seed, and let them not thirst anymore according to the word of God, not according to your mindset, what your thoughts are, and what you feel. I feel that's very important to the Christian world today I know people are like This is why we leave the church I don't think that's why people leave the church But I'm not into everyone's Individual personal space To be like Nah that's not it Everybody have their reasons for why they leave the church But as good Christians It's up to us to make sure we find ways to draw them back And you can't draw everybody back Everybody's not going to want to come back But you can always be that light that to say hey if you do decide to come back we're here we're waiting for you so there's a lot of things in a mind it's a terrible thing to waste and i strongly believe that with your mind you can control things no don't get me wrong excuse me i don't believe you could just sit up here and just look at something and cause it to move no not mind control in the sense of Oh, yeah, I can move things with my mind, but mind controls in the way where you can manipulate people to think that you're going in the way of the Lord and really just going in the way of another person. So be careful in the years to come, not just this year, in the years to come. Because I mean, the Antichrist is going to be here and it's going to be. Not the way I used to think it used to be. I used to think it's just going to be some big old man coming in and he's just going to take over the world and and just hypnotize us. And I was young. I had thoughts of what the scriptures meant by Antichrist. But the Antichrists are the ones who are saying, you know what? You don't have to really accept that. That's what God that's not what God really is saying. You don't really have to tell the truth in that matter. And then we go around and accepting that we don't want to hurt people's feelings, so we don't want to tell the truth. I think everything is done in decency and order, and if you have the mind of Christ, he will give you what to say, how to say correct and and prove that his work, that his word will stay alive and continue to save lives. In our minds, we're thinking we are going to save lives. No, God is going to give us the words to encourage someone to save lives, and then we're going to just lead that person to him, and then he's going to take over. And I believe that's just one of the many ways that God can work with your mind. Don't let it go to waste. I know I t- started off talking about creativity and purpose. In a sense where, you know, there's goals for you. These goals didn't stop and won't stop just because there's an, uncura, there's an uncurable disease out there right now. And I'm not against vaccine. I'm not uh, saying there's anything wrong with wearing masks. This is not a political statement. This has nothing to do with that. But when I say uncurable, it's because people are still dying with the vaccine. So it's still a work of pro- process and progress. And there's things out there that is going to continue to come up. It's not just going to be COVID. So you can't just wait and and decide that whatever the Lord is telling you to do right now needs to be put on pause just because you're not ready to do it. Do not put yourself in a position of being so insecure or scared of the next steps that Christ has for your life that you begin to think that it needs to be wait, that you need to wait before it can happen. It doesn't matter if you have the money. It doesn't matter if you have the tools or don't have the tools. It doesn't matter if you don't have the people. It doesn't matter if you don't have the backup or the background or the layout. All you need is his voice and his word and he will do the rest. I do want to share that. When it comes down to the thoughts in your mind, you have to be very careful because sometimes traditional ways and things that have been done in the past will have to be dismissed in order for God to come in and do the work that he wants you to do for your that need to be done for your life. Before I had my last uh before I had my church service for the 2021 events I want to say it was probably like a month and a half before the Lord even told me to have church. That he was like, you know, if uh, I don't want you raising any offering in church service. Now, I know it's like, okay, you know, that will be nice to think that you could actually go to church and don't have to worry about giving any money. So that's how I was taking it. But he was like, I just don't want that. You know, he started revealing like it doesn't always have to be that way. And so when he actually start giving me all the pieces that I was understanding that he was giving to me, it was like, I don't want you to raise an offering for that service that you're going to have in December. And of course, being me, I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> a service in December. Oh my God! No, it's still COVID. It's still this. You know, I let my mind trigger me to talk myself out of doing the thing that Christ wants me to do, which would have been wasteful if I had went ahead with that. Oh, no, Lord. No, not me. If I went with that Moses syndrome, I call it the Moses syndrome, where it's always, I can't do it. Do it. Let somebody else do it. I can't speak. I don't have this, and I can't do that. It's like, yeah, if he calls you to do it, you do have it. But the Moses syndrome is past, you guys. We're not really under that anymore because there's no more errands that is going to stand up and talk for you. You have to do it for yourself. You have to do the calling that he has on your life. The way he is calling you to do it, so I did it, and I told um, everyone that who was participating, who was helping me, and even those who was listening and there in the service that we are not raising an offering. And there were some people who were really wanting to give an offering. I thought that was beautiful, but it was also kind of hard to convince people that I told that we're not giving the offering, receiving the offering. Because they were like, we want to bless, we want to sow a seed, you know, or it's just, it was programmed in them to give. But if someone came up to you and said, you know what, i pay it forward. You don't have to worry about giving anything or paying for that meal. uh, You necessarily ain't going to be like, oh, no, no, I don't want you to do that. You may do it at first because that's the humble thing to do. But eventually you'll be like, oh, wow, thank you. Thank you for blessing me. And that's what God was trying to show me and share in my first service that, yeah, it may not be that way all the time. may not be that I won't raise an offering all the time, but... In that service, he didn't want me to raise an offering because sometimes you have to break out of your traditional ways and we have to break away from the things that we're so used to doing in order for God to come in and do what he wants to do, not just for that person's personal life, but just for it to set a new standard or to do something different that is acceptable to Christ, And that is nothing wrong with doing in Christ. But you have to have the mindset to be able to receive those things. If you don't have the mindset to receive them, you'll forever feel like you'll forever come back against it. You'll forever go against it because you'll always think, well, this is not God. This is not God talking to me. This is not the truth. And that's why you have to have the Word of God present In order to understand his truth if you don't understand his voice. He's going to talk to you. He's going to tell you what he wants you to do. He's going to let you know exactly what it is that needs to be done. But you got to have an open mind to a lot of things that he is trying to tell you. If you don't have an open mind, then the very creativity, the purpose, the new Things that he wants to present to you the new revelation it will be wasted on you because you're not going to be willing and open to receive it. I'm gonna go to Romans 12 and 2 that's going to be my first scripture and it says and be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that is I'm sorry that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable, perfect will of God. In order to do that, you have to understand that some of the patterns that you may have grew up with, some of the thoughts that you may thought would be perfect and will work out in your favor, once you really start allowing God to do things for you and put things in perspective, you may just have to throw away those things that you thought you needed or you thought was going to be perfect for that situation. And you're going to have to let him transform and renew your mind. It says that, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So a lot of things we may see, we'll say, oh, that's what the world is doing. If we do it and incorporate it and be like, this is a Christ now, it'll work for us too. And that's not necessarily the case either. You have to make sure that the the transforming of your mind is aligned with Christ and how he wants you to do things. It is important to understand how he wants you to do things because if you let him do it you'll prevent a lot of heartbreaks there were things I would think oh this is wonderful, this is easy, this is simple uh I'll just go ahead and do it and it's okay it's not a big deal, I can do this and then the Lord was like no I don't want you to do it this way and of course his plans are better, I'm not going to even try to act like we need to break that down his plans are definitely better his way is automatically better because of the experience we have we already know that but it's disappointing to think that you were doing something one way and the lord tell you not to do it not because you you know he's shaming you or making you feel like you shouldn't have did it in the first place but because if our own mindset is not open and prepared for the things he's transforming and renewing within us it'll give the enemy time to seek in and say well I really wanted to do it this way I really thought this would be more appropriate I thought this would be the way that I really felt like I wanted to do since I put all the time and energy in it so it's got to be a way for me to do it this way because this is the way I see it and this is the way I want it done but you have to remember being in Christ and doing the things that we say we rely on him to do which is is trusting in him putting our whole heart in him letting him lead, we say these things oh Lord we say yes to you, we let you lead we're going to let you guide, we're going to trust you and then when he tells you, no I don't really want you to do it that way, then it's like, can we compromise can we come up with something different, because I really want it done this way You got to learn how to be able to be open enough to renew your mind from the things that you feel it should be done. Even in the church. Well, you know, we used to stand up and say uh, the Ten Commandments in church. We used to turn to the East to say the Ten Commandments in church. I remember it was an issue when you uh, didn't say the Ten Commandments in the church during the service. Sometimes change is good. And it's good for those who need it because it's more than one group or set of people that you're going to have to reach in this lifetime. Whether it's at your church, at the job, in your home. It doesn't matter who those group of people are. They are not going to all have the same mindset. They're not all going to think alike and they're not all going to think like you and they're not going to necessarily agree with you just because you feel the Lord is telling you or the Lord has told you or because you said the Lord said. So you have to be Prepared To uh, renew your mind So the things that God put in your mind Won't turn into waste And my last scripture I want to share uh, Is from Isaiah 26 And it's the third verse And I'm going to read the fourth verse also And it says Thou will keep him in perfect peace Whose mind is stayed on thee Because he trusted in thee Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. And I do want to let you know, for those who have been listening to my podcast, yes, I'm reading from the King James Version. Uh, I always read from the King James Version. That's where I always read from. So um, I want to say with that scripture, uh, keeping your mind in perfect peace, that is very important when you're going through transitions when you're trying to do things for the Lord. Because the people that may come against you, it may not just be people coming against you because they disagree with you. Or they don't like what you're doing. Or they're trying to correct it. Or they may not be supportive of you. So often we hear people say, oh, you're a hater because you don't, you didn't appreciate my work. Or you're a hater because uh, I did something and you didn't praise me for it. A lot of times when people come to you with objective uh, ideas different from yours, you don't have to automatically think that they're shaming you or they're jealous of you or they're hating on you. That's your own mindset. That's what you have programmed in your mind. And you know the difference. Don't get me wrong. We know the difference. But there's also times where people can say, Hey, I see you building that tent, but you're using the wrong kind of rod to make the tent stay up straight. Okay, so that's not the opportunity to say in your mind that they're trying to come for me and they just don't like that. My tent is better than their tent. We have to also get out of the mindset that everything that somebody is doing against us is negative or that they're out to hurt us. The only reason why we have that mindset is because it has happened before. So it's justifiable in a lot of cases. In a lot of situations, it's understandable that you can automatically think, Oh, this person is out to get me if one, excuse me, if they have done it before. And two, if you have been in situations where that has happened so many times before. But you have to look at each situation as a new situation. And you also have to pray for discernment. And you also have to fast and ask God through those fasting and those prayers. Who can I trust? Who do I need to listen to? Who needs to be dismissed? Even if it is my enemy. Everybody is not an enemy. We put enemy on everybody who we feel like we don't like anymore. That's not an enemy. That's just somebody you don't like anymore. <laughs> so you gotta know the difference in people you don't like anymore and your enemy, because you could not like somebody. It doesn't mean they're not your enemy. So and they could still be fruitful and helpful in your life. So you have to understand that you have to have discernment when people come to you and say and express their feelings and their thoughts about something that you're doing. And if you're not ready for people's opinions, don't share what you're doing. That way you'll be. Uh, in a situation where you don't have to worry about if this person's coming to me out of spite or petty, it's just between you and him. A lot of these events that I did last year, it was wonderful in knowing that. I didn't have to share who was going to be on it. Not just because I didn't trust that they would come through for me because they did a beautiful job in doing so. But what if something had happened and something came through and then um, they wasn't able to be on it. It wasn't so we just have to make a correction on the flyer. It's also to protect that person. I couldn't use them in November so maybe I can use her in December. It's like sometimes privacy is good when you're doing things for the Lord. I believe the scripture says to not let the right hand know what the left hand is doing. Or left hand know what your right hand is doing one of those hands he was talking about you know you don't always have to share your thoughts with people and I believe that I think it's good that you don't have to share your thoughts with people everybody don't have to know what's going on with you But it is rewarding to know that there are people who can be in your spotlight and those people who can share the spotlight with you without overtaking the spotlight or feeling like they're dominating or have to be a part and you have to put their name on the roll or the scroll or the credits. Stay away from those minded people. Those are not people you really want to be around. You want people who wants to support you. You want people who wants to love and share their opinion and understand that if their opinion is not being used, it was okay. But thank you for sharing it. Because in this mind that you have to work for Christ, everything even you do may not be what he wants done. So if it's another person's opinion of what they want done and they are not happy that you're using them, don't share any more information with them. Let them go about their way. But you can do it peacefully and in love. You don't have to dismiss everybody in your life. I think when the Lord gave me the mind is a terrible thing to waste. It's because some of us has been sitting down so long on the things he had put in our thoughts and in our hearts and in our minds to do. But he's not going to let it go to waste. It's up to you. To not let it go to waste. It's up to you to actually put those creativities, the things he had per he has purposed in your life to good use. Because it's there for us. It's not just there for those who have been raised in the church, who comes to the church and sit in the pews. It's not just there so you can prove to your pastor or someone in leadership that you you you're ready for that next level. It's for the people who don't know Him. And for those who say they do know Christ and dismiss Christ, to me, they don't know Him either. Because if you knew Him, you wouldn't dismiss Him. There's just no way. People will say there is, but if you really knew Him, there really isn't no way you could dismiss Him without one Him in your life. You may dismiss Him because he you did something and... And as human beings, we don't agree with something. We get mad. You just got to be real. We're human. We're, we're human, period. And we have feelings. And it, and if God is saying, hey, what if God told Noah, hey, I know you built that ark, but I changed my mind. Um, go ahead and take it down. We're going to start over. I don't want uh, redwood. I want um, oak. You don't think Noah would have been mad? If I was no, I'd be like, God, for real? You, you see me building it, though. You already see I, I mean, all I have to do... Uh, I would have been mad. <laughs> we get mad at things that don't go our way. But, with our mindset, we have to be open enough to say, Alright, Lord. If you say oak is better than the redwood, then we just got to start over and do the oak. Because if it's God's way... It's going to work out at the end it's going to be great for you and it's going to be great for the people who are coming to you not coming to you in flocks so you can start your own church not coming to you so you can say oh look at me look who i am i'm this big person international star in the church and amongst church people so they can come to you and learn of you they can learn of you if they never can remember your name they can learn of you if they can never remember who they, where they first saw you, and where you go to church, because they're not learning of you personally, they're learning of the God that He is showing and shining the light through you. So, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I know this won't be the only podcast I do as a video. I will become even more less insecure as I do more. I'm sure. And there are a lot of things that the Lord is having on my heart, laid on my heart, that He wants me to start doing for Real Talk Ministry this year. It may be some church events that I did like last year and it may not. But I pray that you guys just let me be the light that He is calling me to be and you guys just continue to engage and continue to listen and continue to acknowledge that I am just trying to be a woman of God and um, that can be hard sometimes. But it don't have to be difficult because I am destined and I'm determined to listen to the voice of the Lord so he may grow me in the light that he is calling me to be. So I thank you for listening to this podcast. Please feel free to visit my website realtalkministry.com to see events and updates that is going to be happening throughout the year. Also visit my Facebook page. And my YouTube page, wherever the word of God is, visit that and be enlightened, be encouraged, and understand that the mind is a terrible thing to waste, and we don't want to waste it on being um, frivolous in our thoughts and our feelings and our thinking, or delaying through procrastination because we just feel like it's not the right time, or something keeps keeps coming up. Just put your mind in Christ. He will give you the peace you need and He will also renew your mind and transform it from the way that you're thinking you need to have it done so we can get this process going and then let the Lord do it the way He sees that it needs to be done. But He needs you to come into an agreement in your mind with Him for it to happen. Thank you again. I'm Miss Nisi. God bless. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please feel free to share and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can receive notifications when a new episode is posted. You can also stop by Miss Niecy's website, www.realtalkministry.com. There you can purchase her books, leave a comment, and stay connected with this ministry. Until next time, God bless.